What's going on, everybody? Zane here with Everything Virtual. As usual, joined by my co-host, Ronnie. Ronnie, how's it going, man? It's going great. How are you doing? Doing good. We, we probably sound a little bit different to folks this time around since you are actually handling the recording and have all the fancy audio equipment on your end this time. Yeah, no, I, I feel for the first time like I like my my uh, my microphone setup might sound better than yours, which is usually not the case. So. The the balance of power has shifted now. So <laughs> you you have taught me well. Yeah, was it the apprentice becomes the master? <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. I, yeah. Fun stuff, man. Well, I appreciate your recording. Uh, as I had probably mentioned on a previous episode. My life is in boxes and I'm kind of bouncing all over the place right now. So I'm in Houston for the week visiting in-laws and yeah, still computerless, unfortunately. So no Vive and I actually did not bring uh, the Oculus with me, which is something I just want to bring up real quick. I haven't even looked yet, but do you have like a travel case for it? Yeah, I actually, so mine, okay. yeah, so so it's funny you mentioned that because I was just about to say you should get a traveling case. So okay, I, I haven't even I hadn't even looked into it when I was packing all my electronics. I was like, oh, I want to bring this, and then I was yeah. like, great. I don't I don't want I don't I need to like look into buying like a proper thing for it first. But so, it was good. Like yeah, so I got I got the official one. So the funny thing okay. is, like after like it was probably like two or three weeks or so after I got my, it, it, yeah, it was probably at least a couple of weeks after I got my quest. I was like, ah, I should probably get the case, and I went to order one. And they were back ordered for like, I don't know, like a good month or so. Mm-hmm. And But I, I went ahead and just ordered it because I figured better late than never. Like none of the local Best Buys had it in stock or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. And at the time, there weren't any other option. So I, I ordered the, the official Oculus one. And it was supposed to come, I think, yeah, I had ordered it like late, Ju- late June. And I think it was supposed to come sometime in July. So I, I kind of just forgot about it and just figured it would ship whenever on Amazon. And then I went to check it like late July, early August, and it still hadn't shipped. And it said something about like needing some information from me or something like it was it was kind of bogus because I was like, yeah, like like it. I never got a notification from Amazon or anything. It was just like like when I went through my order back, like my backlog, it it was like highlighted red and it was like, you need to log in on the desktop to like, like fix this or something. So I was like, that's weird. So I was literally about to cancel it and just order. Like I started looking on Amazon and there's some other just like aftermarket ones from, you know, other companies that they look fine, whatever. So I was about to order one and I kind of delayed it a a few more days. And when I went to go order it, uh, I saw that, it was it was supposed to be shipping and coming to my door. So long story short, I ended up not ordering the aftermarket one, and I got the official one in the mail like last week. So um, okay. So yeah. So I had been going back and forth between Chicago and St. Louis, and since I was lucky enough to have you know just like not be on an airplane but be in in the car, I was able mm-hmm. to just bring my my Oculus Quest in the Ooh, in the yeah, box that it came how, with. How easy it is to bring that on a plane? I mean, that's it's what. Be, it's just electronics, right? Yeah, so so I still haven't taken it on the plane or anything like that, but it should be easy. I mean, I you hear stories of people like busting it out on planes and stuff, but but so anyway, so so I have experienced moving that thing in the box, and it's not bad. It's like a million times better than moving a PC, but it's still like a pretty big box. 
yeah, but yeah. but now that I got the official like the official travel case is really small. I mean, literally, like I I took it out of the box and put it in the case, and just side by side, it's like I, I wouldn't have any trouble at all. Like like if you had this carrying case, you could easily mm-hmm. take it on. Like it's not a, like it doesn't seem like it would be a travel burden at all. So that's gotcha. okay. yeah. So so the only yeah, downside. Mean, yeah, uh, I, I was I was just gonna say it can compact down pretty easily. So I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this is like I was gonna say the only downside to the official Oculus case is that literally there's almost no room for anything else. Like, like mm-hmm. some people uh, want to put like battery packs and like you know like if they have any accessories or this or that like in the case with it. And this is so small and compact that literally like you can almost not fit anything That's else. Always. Yeah, but it's but it's. Okay. I mean, for you can tell they're like they're the point of it was to make it as small and compact as possible. Yeah, and so I mean, like, well, that's the point, right? Yeah, you know? so so I mean, so for that, it's amazing. I mean, it's literally, I think it's it's barely bigger than the headset itself. Like that's how small it is. So, gotcha. All right. Well, I mean, I'm I'm kind of just browsing Amazon as we speak. So it looks like the official one is like forty bucks. Is that what you got it for? Yeah, I think so. Okay, and I mean, it ranges anywhere from like twenty five, twenty six dollars to forty bucks for some of the third party cases. All right, so I will get one myself, and yeah. I appreciate the review for uh, for yep. anyone listening to who is interested in getting one. Yep, yep. No, it's it's oh, definitely oh. worth it's it's really good quality. And it's really compact. So I think the only reason, in my opinion, that you wouldn't get the official one is if it's out of stock for a long time or if you're hoping to fit more stuff in the container. And if that's the case, then it looks like there's there's some decent options out there. So just yeah, just no, keep there, your eyes open. Actually, I was, I'm surprised. Yeah, they, they all popped oh. up in the last month or so. Like literally June and July, there weren't really many other options out there. So mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right, well, that was a fun little tangent. I, I yeah. actually found out that I need to order that ASAP <laughs> so that I can take this with me wherever I need to go. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, but cool, Matt. Well, uh, everything's been good for you, though, otherwise? Yeah, no, it's been good. So I've been putting more time in with the Index now that I got my, my second unit back. And awesome. I, I'm still I, – what I, what I think I'm slowly coming to the realization, like unless a game really uses the finger tracking on the controllers – Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure like how comfortable they are so the controllers wow, okay. yeah the controllers are still my like question mark but the headset itself i just like i like it so much more yeah so but it's it's the controllers that you were the most excited i about know what the hell like <laughs> the yeah. thing. so but whatever oh, but no okay. co- don't no don't get me wrong the controllers have a lot of like promise, you know, and in mm-hmm. games that support the finger tracking and everything, they're awesome. But just that, you know, I have such a huge backlog of games and not all of them necessarily are reconfigured for them. And mm-hmm. so I, yeah, I just, I think the, the biggest thing I'm not so sure about, you know, when it clamps onto my hand, sometimes it, it, it cramps up my hand a little bit and the joystick could be more comfortable. So like, and, and, I mean, the replacement ones I got, they still kind of have the same issues that, that the first joysticks had, which I'm, I'm not surprised. I kind of was expecting that. Um, they're, they're not broken, so that's good, but they don't really – I can still tell, like, they don't do the clicking quite right. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, but whatever. They're fully functional, and sometimes they're way better. Other times I can – I'd rather not use them, but that's kind mm-hmm. of the beauty of, of using the, the – the base stations that came with the Vive for the yeah. for the Valve headset because if I want if I feel like it 
Like if I'm playing a game and I'm not in love with how the the Valve Index controllers feel, I can just go and pull out my my Vive wands and I can just use those with my headset and and it's fine. So I kind I've been noticing that I've been kind of switching between the two depending on like certain games I like the That's Index controllers. Okay. Yeah, and, so, and certain I mean, ones. Well, yeah, once once like the software kind of catches up, I feel like that it'll make more sense, but. Yeah. But right now, just with uh, the broad range of content that we have to cover for the podcast, yep. I, that, that makes total sense. Yep, yep. So, but the, but like I said, the headset's a champ, and the the new one that I got from them is has been flawless. So I'm nice. I'm really happy with it. Like I, it since I've been using the Index more, I prefer to like when whenever possible, I'm using it and not the Quest, just because not mm-hmm. the Quest is amazing, but it's just yeah, it. it it brought me back to the PC side of things for a while, so, yeah. so that's been good. No, that makes sense. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to give that a try. I'll try to connect with you in person once. So for sure, once I'm back in Chicago next week. So yeah, no, that'd oh, be cool. Now, well, let's. You know what oh, we should do sorry, sometime? Yeah. Whenever when you're back in town and we have like you know a good solid you know day or so to play, we should try to figure out if we can do some co-op stuff here. Like kind of kind of Ooh, like yeah. when when me, you, and Damon uh, were at GDC and we got to play you know, games with Some Oculus other. together. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be really fun just to just to get together and try, like, just have, like, a few-hour VR session, and we could we could even live stream it or something. Like, I don't know. We could okay, figure yeah, out what to do. Let's, let's do that. We'll uh, we'll plan to to try to, to do that with Damon also uh, once I'm back. Uh, hopefully sometime in the next two weeks, and if not, then maybe a couple weeks after that. Okay. No, but, that yeah, that sounds like, like it would be a lot of fun, so. Cool, cool. Yeah, we'll have to try to live stream it too. We need to do more on YouTube and Twitch. <laughs> yep, I agree. All right, so let's uh, let's jump into the I guess the main part of the episode that we want to talk about. Um, I guess this is going to be more so a game talk for you, where mm-hmm. I'm just curious to hear about what you've been playing. But before we do that, uh, I think we have some exciting news uh, for you, and hopefully for me in the future once I can figure out my scheduling. But uh, I'll let you take it away. Yeah, so uh, recently registered and and got everything set up for Oculus Connect Six. So I, I haven't gotten my plane tickets yet or anything, but I am registered. So uh, this will be the first time that I am attending the Oculus conference. It, they've been doing it for you know, like the number says, for about six years now, and that's they make all the big announcements and. Uh, this year, it looks like they're going to be making not only VR announcements, but also AR announcements. So that's that was kind of the big thing that, uh, like, we don't know any of the details yet or anything on that. But, I mean, given the Quest has the, the cameras on it that can do, that can do kind of AR-inspired uh, things, and same thing with the Rift S, I think what a lot of people are thinking is that, you know, they're going to be making some kind of an AR push, even with the the current hardware that's out there, like the Quest. So, um, who knows? But it's it's exciting nonetheless, and I'm really really looking forward to attending. Mainly because I'm going to get to meet a lot of people that we've either already talked to uh, over you know over interviews and stuff, but this time in person. Um, and just in general, meet, meeting new people is going to be awesome because yeah. unlike unlike GDC and uh, and like E3 when we went last time, uh, this is all VR and everybody there is super excited and passionate like we are. And I, I already know that there's like a lot of a lot of the indie devs, for example, that we've 
had on the show before, like a lot of them go to it. So uh, yeah, it'll just be a cool place to make a lot of good connections and, and catch up with old friends and that sort of thing. So uh, I'm looking really, really forward to it. Yep. And uh, I am hoping to join you there. It sounds like there's, there's going to be a lot of really cool things. And I, I you know, I, I think the fact that, um, and I, I, I can't really get into, I guess, the details, or I don't have the stats and all that behind, but from what I see, like, to me, the quest has been a game changer, right? Like, it's, it, it's, it's been a success, and again, I don't, maybe Oculus will define that differently once uh, we start to see some of the, see some of the sales numbers, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, for me, like, I, it's, it's just reinvigorated my excitement and enthusiasm for the space, which were already pretty high, considering that you know, we were about three years in and still mm-hmm. enjoying all the new titles and different experiences that were coming out. But mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I'm whatever they have coming down the pipeline. I'm curious to see because you know this is a company owned by Facebook that is obviously pouring millions of dollars into research and development. Mm-hmm. And you know, if the quest is any indication, like I feel like a lot of that's paying off from the consumer side. Yeah. So you know, if they have other things that they're working on down the pipeline. Uh, and they're introducing AR. I mean, everybody's even more excited about AR and what the, the capabilities and things we can do with that are. Then, you know, I'm, I'm in. I, I would I would love to see what they have coming up. So I'm definitely excited for that. No, I I totally agree. So I mean, uh, Index and you know all these other headsets out there. It's not that Oculus is is VR, but to some extent, like they kind of are in a sense that I mean they're they're pushing VR forward in ways that no one else really can right now. And we'll, we'll need them to continue to do that in order to get where we want to be. So, yeah. Well, it's just, I mean, it's at the end of the day, like we said, competition is great, right? Like in the beginning, obviously this podcast was very vibe skewed and we were <laughs> almost to a point sometimes negative about Oculus. But, <laughs> um, you know, the thing is at the end of the day, like the, the market decides what people want, right? Like the market will decide and the market will, will act the way it'll act. And, um, you know, I, to me, they, they've put out a, a fantastic product, um, you know, Gen 2 or Gen 1 and a half, whatever you want to call, mm-hmm. um, whatever you want to call the Quest. Maybe the, maybe the full, it's, full realization it's of Gen 1. Yeah, yeah it's, it's weird because you have like, in, as part of like maybe call it Gen 1.5, you have on one side, you have the Oculus Quest and on the other side, you have still tethered VR with a valve index that looks amazing, obviously, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, we're kind of just splintering off into different areas. So we're going to find better ways to define, um, that, but from overall, obviously I haven't played the index yet. You have, but I would say even speaking for you a little bit that the, the, the quest is very much, um, impressive in its own right. And so oh, I, yeah. you know, I, I'm definitely excited to see what else Oculus has cooking up. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And this holiday season is going to be huge for the Quest because I think mm-hmm. it could really, it could really put, they could push sales. For, like, I hope that they make a big marketing. I like, I, my understanding is they've been selling as many Quests as they're able to make, if that's true. So yeah. I just hope that they're really trying to make a lot of them so that they can make a big marketing push for the holidays. That would be, that would be a really yeah. good opportunity well, for them. Well, I, I mean, again, and we've talked about this before $400. Now you're, now you're competing with um, not other headsets or other high-end electronics. You're competing with video games. Yep. So, you know, somebody's going to look at that and be like, oh, you know, I could get a PS4 for my nephew or my kid or whatever, or I could try this. This is new and game-changing. And you know what I mean? So I, to me, like, I think you're going to get a lot of people taking a flyer chance on that. 
even just without any Black Friday or holiday deals. Yeah, no, I, and I know, I know, like I, I have friends that have jumped on right away that, mm-hmm. you know, weren't in VR and picked up Quest. I also know people that are kind of close to pulling the trigger, but they're still, you know, maybe $400 for them is not just like a, you know, a gut purchase, but they really want to get into VR and they're like, you know, if, if Oculus makes a big push at the holidays, there you you could be surprised. There could be a lot of people that already know about the Quest, have already been hearing a lot of great things, and all it's going to take is just a little bit more, you know, a little bit more, like, you know, ads in their face or whatever to finally get them to pull the trigger. So, And, of course, you're going to always have those people who are waiting for that killer app to come out, which never will. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, you just have the people who are always waiting for it to be, and you know what I mean? But yeah. uh, that's beside the point. Yep, yep. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, like I said, I, I hope that I can join you in San Jose for it. And uh, once the logistics and stuff get figured out on my end, uh, hopefully I'll be able to share some good news with uh, the podcast listeners as well. But let's uh, let's jump into it. I mean, again, there's there isn't too much. I, it was more so we just wanted to kind of chat uh, about Oculus Connect on here, let you guys know that Ronnie was heading over there. And then, um, Ronnie, if you want to let me know what you've been playing, kind of just... Makes sure. me jealous about the fact that my vibe is sitting in a box in my basement. <laughs> yep, yep. So, so first I'll get the, the two kind of games out of the way that I've been wanting to talk about for the past couple of weeks and just haven't had a chance to. So those games, so the first one is Battle Wake, and that's a game that, that you and I and Damon, we, we all got a chance to try at GDC when we were there back in March uh, with Servios. Nice, I can speak about this one. Sweet. Yeah, so... So this and th- and this is a game, yeah. So and the the there was a, a closed beta that took place uh, July nineteenth through the twenty first, and so I played during that beta. Um, I yeah, you, I think Damon did as well. I don't and and you got a chance to to play that that same single player campaign at GDC, so we can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I did. Um, yep. Yeah. So so I mean, I guess I guess overall, for people that haven't heard about it, it's. It's a, a kind of an arcadey pirate type game where you are the captain of a ship and you are kind of steering the ship and also, uh, you know, kind of using, using uh, like your, your hand motions or whatever to like uh, fire cannons and do all sorts of crazy things uh, on, on the ship itself as well, uh, battling against other ships and other kind of, you know, more mythological type uh, mm-hmm. encounters. So, and it's very like, you know, kind of uh, like a whimsical kind of cartoony feel to it, but at the same, same time, really detailed and, and really nice looking. And yeah, the, I mean, when I played the, the, the beta, it was just a ton of fun. So I played the multiplayer part of it and Every sing- it, it was usually just co-op, so it would be me and two to three other players against the computer, and you're, you're just kind of trying to take down these bosses uh, at the end of each level and, you know, do it as a team kind of thing. And it was just a lot of fun because it's really, really fast-paced, and it, it kind of get just gets going as soon as the game starts. And the whole time we were, you know, blasting at other ships, using our powers and everything, and also just getting to know people online. Because it was, it's kind of, I mean, it's an intense game, but it's not super, super challenging um, in terms of it, like it is kind of arcadey in that sense. 
So you can kind of, you know, partially turn your brain off and just kind of blast at those ships uh, while you're maneuvering. So, like, interestingly enough, some of the coolest conversations I've had in VR I had while playing that game, just, like, chit-chatting with other people that were, that were playing it, seeing what they thought about, you know, all these new headsets that were coming out. And I don't know. I just had a really good time playing it that weekend. So Well, it's good. I mean, it's a solid community that uh, yeah. hopefully it's... Uh, not short lived. I mean, yeah. you seem to see that with games, but I mean, what, what know, did Sirius, you? Th- yeah, what, has been around for a while. What did What did you think when you got a chance to play it? I mean, I, I loved it. It was It was great. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Serbios and all the stuff that they do there. I mean, the team is fantastic, and you know, I, I've had a chance. I think you've had a chance to kind of visit their office, and I mean, they're mm-hmm. they're all work and all play, and it's just it's just a cool vibe. But aside from that they put out fantastic products. Um, you know, we've had so much fun with the, all the titles that they've put out. When I tried that one, I mean, the polish was great. It was fun, you know, interactive gameplay. I obviously just played one player. Um, so I'm curious to see how that experience is with, uh, you know, the, with what you're talking about, that actually sounds really um, enticing and it's motivating for me to get back into it. Mm-hmm. But I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, the, the supernatural aspects of, you know, the things that you could do with the different types of weapons and spells and things that you could do, I thought were really fun. Um, I, I, you know, I think in the past we've actually compared the game to Furious Seas, which mm-hmm. came out uh, about a year ago, a little bit over a year ago at this point. And, um, you know, and obviously that, that game is a little bit different in scope. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, to me, I that one's a little bit more like they take I think the more realistic route. There's not you know crazy things that are happening at sea or monsters and stuff like that. It's really yeah. just ship to ship combat, and I I enjoyed that one as well because I think they're kind of serving two different purposes. Mm-hmm. This one, you know, you can really get kind of crazy with it. Mm-hmm. I, I love the fact that you know the team or whoever whoever did the creative output or, or artwork or just creative the creative folks in general behind it just got to. They just, you know, everything just was super, like, just out there. And I loved it. Like, it was, it was very, like, I'm running out of words here. It was very creative. You know, like, you just come yeah. play the game. It's very intuitive. Obviously, you're on a ship. There's a lot of different things that you can control. Um, but then it's just like, oh, okay, I didn't know I could do this. But this is awesome. Like, you're sending out um, tornadoes. And, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah. it's, at least that's what I remember of, of my experience with the game. Yeah. I'm not sure how much has changed between that and bit. No, no, no. That's all accurate. Like, yeah. No, that's okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No, that's again, the same. Like, that's I mean, the same. Uh, fe- the same feeling I get. Like less of a sim, uh, if you can call Furious sees that. Like more of, yeah. That, like they're both really, really good at what they do. Um, the the focus, like I said, with Battlewake, I think it's all about that arcade action. That kind of you know, you don't. You're not taking the game too seriously. It's just you go there and just have a blast. You know. And that, that, that's why, like I said, like part of why, part of what I had fun doing, like everything is intuitive and easy and you can just jump in and play right away. And so that lends to, uh, having a kind of a gameplay, uh, experience that isn't very intimidating. So you can just, you anyone can jump in. Like I, I feel pretty comfortable that a, a lot of people could get in, even if they don't have a ton of VR experience and, and, and kind of, you know, after a couple of matches feel like they're kind of getting the systems down, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's for sure. So, so I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm excited yeah, about it though, for sure. It's, it well, looks really cool. Well, 
we'll hopefully be able to do a, a co-op session at some point in the future and maybe uh, provide a little bit more insight once the game's been out for a little bit longer. Yeah, no, that sounds good. So then, yeah. What, so about, what else? I know there were, there were at least one or two other games. Yeah. I know the, the main one, but we can say that last. Sure. So so the next one I wanted to talk about was Freediver Triton Down. And yeah. that's a game that uh, I have been wanting to talk about for a while, mainly because it's just so different than really anything else out there. Um, it's like it's made by Archaic uh, Games, which is the same uh, team that did Evasion VR, if, if you remember that game. Um, yeah. It's like they're a really talented group over there. So I, I really liked the, the last game that they, they put out. This is a smaller game in terms of scope. Like it's not... Uh, it's not at, like as far as systems are concerned, it's not like overly uh, complicated or like you know ambitious in that regard. It's more ambitious in terms of I at least my impressions of it and the amount of time I got to play with it in terms of like just the experience it's giving the the player and the atmosphere. You're essentially like you're you're literally rest like. I don't want to give anything away in terms of what happens in the experience, but you're deep sea diving and there's a, a like basically a huge uh, cruise ship that goes down. And so then you have to, you know, go through the, like, you know, you're diving through all the, the, this down ship and kind of experiencing all the, the craziness and hectic, you know, scenarios that play out through that, that ship sinking. So um, it's, yeah, I was really, really, like, you know, it left a strong impression on me in terms of how realistic it felt. Like, to some extent, it's, like, the opposite of games like Fuji that I've talked about in the past, where you play those games, I think, to kind of mellow out and, and just, like, you know, relax and have a good time. This is pretty kind of hectic because, uh, you know, you're using your hands to actually swim in the water, you're not just yeah, like yeah. so. So, so you're getting yeah. tired, and then in turn, and then and then to add to kind of the chaos, you have to get go up for air. So so you, every net like you'll start realizing that you're that you're losing your breath, and you need to find a place where there there's some kind of a, an air pocket or, or bubbles or something where you can get a breath, and sometimes you barely make it or or even you know pass out before you get there. And so, like, anything you're doing in the game, there's always this kind of time element yeah, to it that you know that... That's a really cool, really cool and, um, I guess, somewhat unique gameplay feature because uh, at least I don't think I've seen anything that kind of emulates the, yeah, the sim- no, or simulation of drowning, right? Yeah. Um, or, like, the, the fear of drowning. No, it, I, I totally agree. Like, it's definitely cool. something unique. So that, that's why I say, like... Uh, it's definitely a game that I think if you're if that sounds at all interesting to you and if you're into uh, just experiencing I mean, all I'm terrified different, of drowning. I like yeah. saying but I'm terrified of drowning. But yeah. it sounds like it'd be cool to do it in a controlled environment like that, right? Exactly. No, it's it's super cool. I think, so I think this is what's cool about VR because it can like train you mentally for like situations but in very, very safe environments. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, like, that, if There's something to that, for like sure. First-person shooters, boxing, swimming. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's just another like aspect of it that I really like. No, I, I totally agree. And then, I mean, the funny thing is I haven't had anyone that does diving try 
free diver, but even like with other kind of just underwater experiences like the blue, I've had relatives that have like snorkeled and scuba dived and stuff literally said that they felt like they were scuba, like, like it took them back to those moments when they actually did actual scuba diving. Like for, for someone that was not used to VR and then all of a sudden is like implant, like transported into this like underwater, you know, domain. Like it's, Uh I mean, we, I think we take for granted how easy we are transported to all these different places when we're playing. Cause there's, there's so many people out there that don't get like that don't have the kind of VR experiences that we have. Yeah. Or like like the breadth or range of VR experience. Yeah. Like we're, we're kind of, we're almost numb to some degree because we, we've tried so many. It's like some of these things are just like incredible. And yeah, free diver is one of those games that like it's, it, it definitely pulls you into that world and that environment and that situation uh, in a way that's really powerful. Awesome, man. Okay, well, I mean, again, these are just more and more games that are going to be backlogged. But, dude, once I get my vibe set up, I will, I'm will. i going to have, like, a whole week or weekend that yeah. I will just be on that thing nonstop. <laughs> dude, I, I, yeah, and I can help you with that because, yeah, man, there, there have been a few key titles here and there that are really standing out to me. So Nice. Um, yeah. Yes. So then, so then the last thing, and kind of the big one, uh, just in terms of like all the press that it's been receiving and everything recently, is No Man's Sky. So No Man's Sky, for people that don't know, um, is a game that came out in 2016, actually, uh, on most major platforms. I, I had bought it on the PC back then. Flat screen PC, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I had, I had bought it, you know, just to play flat screen, normal, you know, video game. Uh, on the PC, uh, it was on the PS4, the Xbox One, just like all all of the major you know platforms that were out. Mm-hmm. And, and it was we a, talked about all the hype in a previous episode, but now yeah. it's been out. Yeah. So, oh, so, no, 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 no worries at all. Like this, this is a game that back then was super hyped, and when it came out, even on just traditional you know PC console uh, platforms kind of was underwhelming at first and then slowly over time has been built back up into a game that I think honestly has really delivered on a lot of the promises. Like the, the promise is that it's just this huge expansive universe that you get to explore. And like, it's such a big universe that, you know, it basically is impossible to see everything. There's a million planets. You're literally, you are flying from planet to planet and I mean, it's seamless. It's not like a loading screen. You you literally will go from the surface of one planet, jump into your spaceship, fly out of that, like fly, go through the atmosphere, be in space, uh, you know, find a way to warp to some far off distant star system and then find something to land on. And, and you literally go all the way through the, the, the atmosphere of that planet until you're finally like land. And it's all like, it's, it's something you kind of have to see because even to this day, I don't think any other game really does it as well. Like just to see what it's like to like launch off of a planet and actually go through an atmosphere and then be in space. And then like, I don't know, it's really cool. And so, so the, yeah, so that game that has slowly become more of what the prom its initial promise was like um, today kind of had its big 2.0 uh, patch release and I think the patch is called Beyond. So I think technically it's called No Man's Sky Beyond now. 
um, at least this patch. And in that mm -hmm. patch, they added VR support for PC and for PlayStation VR. And so, yeah, it's been getting tons of hype. I mean, literally, like, my Twitter, which is full of a bunch of VR folks, is just nonstop the past week or so, two weeks, been talking about this game. And all the major, you know, news sites have been hyping up the VR mode. Finally came out today. It, it launched first on PlayStation VR, and then a few hours later, it hit Steam. And, you know, right now, unfortunately, it looks like most people are talking about performance issues. And I, and I don't necessarily think that this is a completely broken game in terms of performance issues. I just think that, I mean, like you know, if, if a game isn't performing well, it'll make you sick, it won't run well, it's just hard to yeah. get into the game. And so, so I think everyone right now is just really trying to figure out, well, how do I get this game to run well? Because I, I think sometimes, like, messing with settings enough, you can get it to work, and when it works, it works amazingly. Like, I, uh, like, I mean, just to give you, like, it, this game can be unforgiving. So for those who aren't used to survival games where you have to, you know, you know, kind of, uh, like, you know, go around your, your, uh, your, your area to find resources and kind of manage those resources in order to stay alive. I mean, this game, if you start on the wrong planet, it might be too cold or too hot on that planet. And if you don't find resources and ways to repair your, your ex, your, your suit, uh, you can die before even being in the game more than like two or three minutes. So this isn't like a, a super easy game, but at the same time, if the game's running well, you can read all the menus, and if you're able to, to do all of that stuff, um, it's really cool to be doing that stuff in VR. So, like the mm, first... Yeah. yeah, so, and this is a game I think that's really going to shine on, like, the Index, for example, because when I got it working well at a good enough resolution, like, I was able to easily read all the text and all the menus, and there, there are a lot of menus because there's a lot of, like I said, resource management and you're constantly kind of, you know, fixing things up, whether it be your ship or your your suit or all that kind of thing. But um, so those are some of the challenging things. I think getting used to the, the menu system and getting the game to run well, those are kind of some things that might frustrate players at first. Mm -hmm. But once you understand how the game works and once you know how, how to play it, uh, there's a lot of really cool moments that are really, really just made even much, that much more amazing in VR. Like all the stuff I was talking to you before about jumping into your ship and uh, going through the atmosphere. Uh, when I did that for the first time uh, in VR on No Man's Sky, it was incredible because literally like the... You're, the sides of your ship look like they're starting to get inflamed and it's shaking and you're, and it takes a, like, you know, a good several minutes to get through that atmosphere and onto the planet and all of that stuff, like beyond some, uh, technical stuff, like, uh, running into very tiny load screens that yeah. Have you ever experienced those loads in VR where it like takes you to the steam, like void for a second mm -hmm. and then brings you back. So those are kind of annoying. Like sometimes that that will happen when the game is loading just for a split second. And I really wish it didn't do that. Um, but but man, like moments like oh, going through okay. that, yeah, going yeah, through the yeah. atmosphere and landing. I and, about that. 
Yeah. Like, but like, yeah, there's certain moments that just really, it makes you feel like you're in space. And I, I haven't played a lot of like Elite Dangerous mm -hmm. or other space sims that are out there. So maybe, maybe there are other, like, uh, you know, for listeners out there that want to like, you know, message us or write in the comments, um, you know, other space sims that might be worth looking at. But I mean, right now, some of what this game does is like really, really awesome. So I hope that they're able to work out all these performance issues and get the game to, to run smoothly. Um, because if they're able to do that and able to kind of, I hope they work more to, to make the menu systems even more into it. Like I, after playing a, a bit longer, I got used to it. Um, but at first the menus can be a little bit intimidating. So Anyways, that that's my impression. You know, spending a couple of hours in, in No Man's Sky today, and I and I am looking. I, I think I'm going to hold off a little bit just to see if they can't, uh, if if there aren't any more patches or anything. Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the next few days, because I, I was experiencing a little bit of crashing and stuff too, which that was probably for me the most frustrating part was mm -hmm. playing for like 20 minutes and then the game crashing and it not saving my progress. So. So I'm I'm gonna wait a little I, bit. I, I just okay. But but I, overall, did you, did I think. Did you ever try the yeah. Solace Project? You know, I never got a chance to. Uh, so I played that a little bit. I I never got. I don't even think I made it through like twenty five percent or fifty percent of it. Okay. It reminds me a lot of that, and I think obviously it's it's much more polished now. But um, just the whole like aspect of survival game that is ported from PC into VR. Mm -hmm. um, so I was just curious if you were able to compare, but that one was like, you could tell that it really wasn't initially meant for VR and they just kind of like backdoored a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but at the time, the thing is that it came out in 2016. So at the time it was still really cool and very like different. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, at least for me, like I, my attention got pulled away from a ton of other games and I just never really went back to it. Yeah, yeah. No, looking, I'm just watching some gameplay videos of Solo's Project right now. It looks, it actually looks surprisingly similar. I say the only thing is like, uh, this looks like a little bit small. It looks smaller of a world than like Solace Project. Actually, looks more detailed and like more specific. But mm -hmm. I'm guessing you can't like just explore endless worlds and all that kind of stuff like you do in, in No Man's Sky. So no, I think, no, I think there was a there was a very specific. Um, yeah, there's a very specific. Uh, pathway that you take rather than it being open-ended i think okay but yeah but this so very different games but similar feel like it's i i do think it's a good comparison because like it i'm getting similar vibes but maybe for people mm -hmm. out there that that look into no man's sky and think it's a little bit too open-ended or too like they don't know what to do in it kind of thing like Maybe the Sol Solus project is something at least worth looking at. Because, I mean, right now, I don't know if this is talking about the VR side of it. The Solus project is, is, it looks like it says mostly positive. So, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it so. was, again, it was it was a cool game that I just never got around to. And then, like, at the time, um, well, I guess I heard about it being, like, this weird, like, horror element in the middle. And I was just like, all right, well, I'm still... <laughs> I'm still getting my VR horror legs under me, so it's tough enough just to play Arizona Sunshine. <laughs> yeah. So I'll have to, uh, it is something that I will try to go back in the show, but I, I do want to check out No Man's Sky because at least the way you're describing it, it sounds very similar to Solace Project, but probably much more um, 
polished and developed with. It, uh, I, I would VR describe it as more. Yeah, I would describe it as more as very epic. Like it's just the scope yeah. is huge. So mm -hmm. the downsides of a game like that is that because it's so big, it's not as handcrafted. But like, I mean, really, it seems like the developers have went really hard in terms of uh, just putting so so many systems in this game. And yeah, the VR. I mean. I, honestly, like seeing other people's reactions, like I saw other people complain about the UI, or like I think right now it's just performance. I think if this game performed well, if it was better optimized, I think mm. you would be able to to go through those menus, figure everything out. Like I, I think people that have played No Man's Sky before are gonna probably right now enjoy the VR version a little bit more than your average person because they'll already know what to do. You know what I'm saying? I think it can get yeah. a little bit frustrating when you're playing a complicated game and you're trying to learn the systems and the performance is bad, if that makes sense. So, so mm -hmm. I mean, you always want the performance to be good, don't get me wrong, but it's like... Yeah, I mean, extra, you, gotta, you gotta iron that out for yeah, yourself. Yeah, but it's, it's extra frustrating when you're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Oh, yeah, and like, this is kind of hurting. Yeah, this is glitching out. Like, I... I don't like I, I don't I don't have the patience to think like to yeah. keep through it, you know. So no, and that makes sense. So, anyways, I mean, so it's it's unfortunate that it's having some of those issues, but at the same time, like I I do see through those. Like I I think that there's a lot of really cool moments to be had in VR specifically with this game. So it's mm -hmm. going to be one that I think I think if you're interested in it at all. Um, you probably already know whether or not you're interested enough to pick it up. Um, if you're at all on the fence, maybe wait a couple weeks just to see if the technical issues uh, die down or, or even if the, the developers... I, I know that they were saying at least some of the, like, some of the issues are going to be resolved. I don't know how much they're focusing on, on PlayStation VR versus uh, you know, Steam VR versus I think mm -hmm. even Win... Windows mixed reality systems aren't even working with the game. I, I think oh, that was wow. so. Like so, yeah. Depending on where they focus their efforts, it, it may or may not help you. So uh, for those on the fence, it might be worth just waiting a little bit and then and then and but it, or if or if it's just a game that you're really interested in and like I think if you're interested in playing No Man's Sky in, in just normal two D mode, it sounds like it's still very functional there. So, yeah. yeah. So, so you could you could pick it up and get into the game that way. It has way more content now with this new patch than it's ever had before. So it's like a, it's a good time to jump into this game, and and then and then always you know it, you, since it's hot, like a lot of other people are exploring it too. There's a lot of communities you can kind of be a part of and do it exactly, together. exactly. Yeah. So so yeah. So I, I don't know necessarily. Like I think it really depends on who you are as to whether you should pick it up now or wait or. Like, but that, well, these, yeah, these are my impressions. Rest, so, but yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, I, I mean, all these are games that I definitely at least want to try, spend a, a couple of hours and see how I feel. So, um, and this, this being one of them, although it sounds like it's a game that requires many, many more hours than just a few. Yeah. To get the full experience out of it. Yep, yep. But come on. Well, I, I'm, I was actually looking at my calendar and I'm counting down the weeks to uh, when I'll be able to move into my new place and. It's finally under a month, so that's that's maybe exciting. Like, uh, three weeks, a little bit more than three weeks. Three weeks fly but, by. Uh, that's really fast. I know, I know. So I'm just going to have to figure out the rest of the logistics and getting my computer in over there and all that. But 
Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm going to try and set it up ASAP, and in the meantime, I will jump back on uh, on the quest once I get back and try to knock out some more gameplay there. Just because, just because I, I miss I miss VR traveling. I need to get a travel case. Okay, so I, I have my checklist. I've got the travel case, and then jump back on VR, and then hopefully in three weeks, got my list of games from you today. That's just kind of added on to all the other games you and Damon have been talking about. Sounds so, good to me. Cool, man. Well. This is fun. Um, we'll do it again soon for everybody who tuned in. would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, so hit us up on Twitter, shoot us an email, let us know what you guys think. And um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll chat with you guys again next week and uh, have more Game Talk news and other coverage then. So until then, Ronnie, man, you have a good one. For everyone else listening, take care.